All right. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear me often. Um, all right, so I really wanted to make something specifically for Mexicans because it's no fucking secret that nobody really acts like they care about what happens to Mexicans and it's been this way since I was a baby it's been this way since our parents were babies it's been this way for generations already and I'm not saying because I make this podcast you know all of a sudden everybody's gonna act like they care but it's just so you have somebody that you can hear maybe you know me from wherever whenever but I fucking care a lot every day all the time and if you feel the same way that people act like they don't care and it to a certain extent it really hurts your feelings it it triggers you in a certain type of way it's because you care too and I've had moments where I get upset with people because they don't speak up or because they don't defend themselves. They don't stand up for themselves. They don't put their foot down with certain people. They, what I had to learn is they choose peace over violence. You know that whole shit that be all over um, social media? I chose violence like... So you chose to lose, and you're proud of it. Violence versus violence is just more violence. And I don't remember who the fuck used to say this to me all the time, but they used to be like, Dios te está viendo. And for a very, very, very long time, I did not believe in God. So, my version of God is not a God of any religion, not a God of any skin type, not a God that looks anything like a human. I think God is the whole existence altogether. Um, I don't know if you could hear, but I think my, my neighbors are fighting themselves. I close this window. (sighs) So, one thing that I just... I'll go into the God thing another time because that's not that's not the main thing I want to talk about. 
one thing that is very disappointing to see in other people is people assume all Mexicans wear sombreros. You think Mexican, you think sombrero, you think beer, you think alcohol, you think tequila, you think tacos, quesadillas, burritos, nachos, guac. You think of other things. You think of adjectives, you think of food, you think of not a Mexican. So even when they're talking about Mexicans, they're not really talking about Mexicans. Oh, you like my food? That's cool. Oh, you you think you like the culture. Did you know that the culture is actually what my ancestors were doing just to get by? It's not really their culture. It's just what they were forced to do to get by. There's this dish called mole. Mmm. That shit tastes so good. It's so delicious. But if you look at the ingredients, it's so many different things just slapped together until it tasted good. Because they had to do the best they could to survive. Our culture is not to act out of survival. That's not that's not our culture. Tacos is not our culture. You know, have you ever noticed that a lot of the Mexican food is just a lot of the same ingredients, just put in different different forms. Tostadas, tortillas. Matter of fact, fuck that. <laughs> Tostadas son tortillas con queso, mantequilla, pollo si hay. Cualquier carne que hay. Lechuga. But for the most part, it's... Then you think of um, tacos dorados. Tortilla. Queso. Crema. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Cualquier carne que hay. Lechuga. Tomates. It's the same shit. Sopes, the same shit. It's just not a tortilla. It's a, a little a little thicker patty. But it's made out of the same shit a tortilla is made out of. And again, cualquier carne que hay, mantequilla, crema, whatever you want to call it, queso, is all the same shit. They just got creative. They made like seven different types of dishes with the same ingredients. Huaraches. It's the same shit. You know what I think is so insane? There's this restaurant that sells carne asada pizza. Is basically a huge sope, like a really big sope or a really big round 
They just change the shape. Y cobran de más. And it's like this, this non-Mexican owned. It, it's just fucking twisted. Like, ugh. I can't even explain it because that, the, the way that I think of things, I'm very visual. So I'm just like picturing it. It's like, you're trying to mimic what you lied about. That's Mex Mexican culture. And now you're trying to make more money than the Mexicans that you manipulated to think that this is their culture. You're making more money out of what supposedly is their culture, their food, and you're selling it. You're copying it and you're selling it for more. Let a Mexican sell a fucking round huarache or a round sopes and charge you fucking $20 for that shit nobody's gonna pay for that are you insane what the fuck I know what it takes to make that it's not no 20 fucking dollars give me $20 and I can make the whole thing like five times are you fucking kidding me and I probably not probably I will make it better than you the fuck I think it's funny, like, how, <laughs> I don't know why people do this. Actually, I don't know why people do this. People automatically, when the word Mexican is brought up, oh, Mexican people are so, so hardworking. They're such hard workers. It's like they, they automatically want to let you know, like, they don't have no, they have respect for your worth that work ethic not every Mexican has that work ethic alright it's some of these women that be out here thinking they're princesas and they can't do shit I've seen it there's some men here that are very lost it's, it's a lot of people that are lost in, in, in the Mexican world a lot of people that are lost and they aren't hard workers so it's just a silly thing when I hear it I, like I, I get it but at the same time we're more than that again we're more than just this stereotype and it's like you're trying to make me feel respected by validating my background by calling me something that you've been taught is a stereotype. And it's just like, alright, I guess, whatever. I, I don't even, <laughs> I'm at work, I, I'm not even trying to get into this shit right now. Because then if you do, it becomes a whole big thing. And it's like, oh my god, she got so offended. I tried to say something nicer and blah, 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 blah. You don't need to say that. You don't need to tell us that we're hard workers. A hard worker knows they're a hard worker. Like, I've seen hard workers of every single background. It's not just Mexicans, trust me. I've seen it. This one really is just 
annoying. It's really fucking annoying. And what what bothers me the most is that Mexicans believe that it's part of our culture to be alcoholic. So when you drink alcohol, when we drink alcohol, we are lowering our frequency. We are lowering the way that we naturally vibe with the natural world. Not this fake man-made weird just fake shit. Not that world. The natural world. We are lowering our vibration so when we lower our vibration we don't function properly we put ourselves in a position where we're that much further away from reaching our highest potential we're putting ourselves in a position where we are putting ourselves that much further away from achieving the goals that we know deep down in our soul we're capable of accomplishing. You remember when you were a kid before the trauma, before realizing that most people don't like Mexicans, before realizing that most people ignore Mexicans, before realizing that most people bully the shit out of Mexicans? You remember before you learned that how you had dreams and you just had these aspirations and you just knew, you just knew there was this something inside you that you just knew you wanted to do. You wanted to try it. It piqued your interest. If you had the opportunity to dive into whatever it was and you felt so alive doing it. I want you to try to remember that every single day. I want you to drive yourself fucking crazy until you find yourself doing it more than not. Because alcohol is one of the biggest fucking traps laid out for us to not reach our highest fucking potential. And guess who fucking laid that trap? The same motherfuckers that came after our ancestors and did what they did to our ancestors and they're like well fuck now they're coming back into the land what are we gonna do let's lay some fucking traps and what's crazy is what's fucking crazy is when we celebrate we gladly go to the liquor store and we gladly spend the little percentage of money that these motherfuckers allow us to get for making them richer and taking time out of our lives to keep them richer. That little percentage that they give us, we have the fucking nerve to disrespect ourselves and go to the liquor store and celebrate and fuck ourselves up 
and we smile about it. We cheer to that shit. If you don't bring liquor, I don't fuck with you. Are you insane? I want you to please come back to reality. Please come back. Because part of the reason that it seems like nobody cares is because we are doing this shit to ourselves. You go to a Mexican baby shower, everybody gets fucked up. You go to a three-year-old baby's birthday party, that shit's not about the baby. It's about everybody taking the opportunity to get fucked up. And then we open our phones and we're bragging about it. Like, yeah, we getting fucked up, yada, yada, that type of night. We brag. They got us to a point where we're so blinded by the self-sabotage that we're doing to ourselves. When it was a trap. At first it was a trap. And now it's just like, I'm going to gladly go to that shit. And we literally say it. I'm going to get fucked up. You literally say it. And you're happy about it. You're proud about it. You go and tell your friends about it. Then the next day when you're hung up, hung up, <laughs> when you're basically, when you're hung over, you still brag about, I was so fucked up, you I felt crazy and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> That's not okay. And you know what? I don't want this to sound like, oh, she's judging me. It's not that I'm judging you. It's just I've been there. And I know we can get out of there. There's out to that trap that they laid. Because my ass, I got to the point where I was drinking before I would go to work. At least a glass of wine. At least. And you know what? I I grew up in a building where there was a um a bar type thing right downstairs. And it was my norm to see Mexicans fucked up. Fucked up to the point where they're destroying each other. They're fighting each other every weekend. I'm finding people's blood in the building. I'm finding people's throw up in the building. I'm finding people's shit. I'm finding people's piss in the morning when I'm going to school. When I'm going to elementary school, I'm finding all this shit. The leftover of people fucking themselves up. I know they make it hard as fuck for us to exist here. But it's because they don't want us here. But I'm Nessia. I'm very fucking Nessia. Oh, you don't want me here. But God put me here. So guess what? Either suck it up. Get the fuck out of my way. Or you're just not going to like how we have to deal with each other. And it is what it is. And we all have that in our blood. We really do. I've seen it. Every single Mexican that I've come across. We have that fire. We have that heart. We have that soul.
And we don't got to brag about it. You go to Mexico, you know what I love about Mexico? They haven't forgotten about respect. Fuck everything that you see on the news and fuck everything that you see on YouTube and fuck everything that you see and hear on on fucking social media and shit about Mexicans and all this other shit that, that we're so fucking evil and we're so fucking violent. Who the fuck started it though? You gotta ask yourself sometimes. And, and, and the same thing goes with people. My heart really goes out to people that are in gangs and people just shun them for it. Because what you don't understand is that's the inner warrior that you're seeing. It's not a loser. They're not losers. They go hard for what they believe. Even if they're a little confused or if they do shit in a way where you don't agree with it, at least they're doing something. At least they're putting themselves there and they're like, no, fuck this shit. At least they're putting themselves out there. You know how much heart that shit takes? I grew up around people that ended up in gangs and I have nothing but respect for them. I don't judge them whatsoever. None of them are losers to me. They're fucking beautiful. They're beautiful. They're smart as shit. They have the balls. They have the fucking balls to be like, nope, you're not going to hold me. Do what you fucking will, but you're not going to hold me. And I have nothing but respect for people that are brave and courageous enough to step out of the fucking box that we were born into. I will never disrespect them. They're not stupid. They see what the fuck is going on. They understand what the fuck is going on. They understand that this whole red, white, and blue shit that be driving around, keeping an eye on everybody, is not justice. It's imprisonment where we live. It's people trying to crack their fucking whip through a motherfucking middleman. Because they're too scared to face us face to face. They got to get a whole little mini army. And they got to give them weapons to try to scare us. And to try to intimidate us. And to try to make us feel like we're so powerless compared to them. So it's like, you know what? With them, it's like, listen... I'm not going to come around here, but I got these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers are going to take care of you. You try to step out of line, they're going to take care of your ass. So you know what they did? 
Word, that's how it is. I got these motherfuckers around me. And even if they're a small army compared to the quote-unquote justice that monitors everything in every town, in every city, in every fucking state, everywhere, they put themselves out there. I know I said, when you challenge violence with violence, you create more violence. But when you're standing up for yourself, it's not violence. When you're trying to show everybody around you that something is really fucking wrong, that's not choosing violence. And, and I, I can never blame them for being violent. I totally get it. I understand. I understand where all that anger comes from. I understand where all that fr- frustration comes from. Because let me, let me give you some examples of the things that I saw when I was growing up. Alright, I grew up in Passaic, right? Passaic, New Jersey. And... It's funny because people are always like, it's not that bad over there. It's not that ghetto. It's not a fucking competition. All right? It's not a fucking competition. So how about we just X that whole branch of a... Not even a fucking conversation. Let's just X that whole mentality out of here. Cool? Great. So... I saw a lot of abuse. I saw a lot of pain. I saw a lot of people that were wasted. I grew up around lost people. I grew up around wasted people. I grew up around people that gave up. I grew up around people that lost hope. I grew up around people that accepted being bullied. By the, by the rest. If you were Mexican in Passaic, you were not cool in school. You just weren't. It's very rare. <clears throat> if you wore a white tee with some baggy pants... Or a black tee with some baggy pants. You are a loser. They weren't to me though. They were not to me. And they still aren't. I remember a lot of people that. Even if I didn't know them. If I didn't talk to them. I understood. And I don't know if it's because. I'm able to feel what other people feel, but I just, I fucking get it. I understand. Because when you're growing up in a place where you're seeing your own people destroy each other, that shit's traumatizing. 
is traumatizing. You see your parents fight, your family, everyone, everyone. It's all fucked up. Your parents don't get along. The siblings don't get along. We don't got enough space to fucking live. We don't have enough privacy. We don't have enough food. We don't have enough money. The water isn't even... (laughs) The water. And you know, people would tell me like, oh, you didn't have it that bad. What the fuck do you know? I know I had it pretty fucking bad. And again, it's not a fucking competition. All right? There were times where all I had for dinner was tortillas. My mom would heat up tortillas. And it wasn't homemade tortillas. It was the ones that they provide at the the grocery stores full of poison. So she would heat up tortillas and we would have mantequilla or sour cream and salt. And that was my dinner. And there would be like two, three tortillas. She would heat them up, break them up into little pieces so that it looks like more on my plate. And then slather it up in in sour cream and put salt. And we called it sopitas. (laughs) And that was my dinner. I don't know about anybody else, but that's not a fucking dinner. It's not even healthy. It's nowhere near healthy. If you look up what what dairy does to your body, Mm. to this day, I'm still trying to detoxify what I used to eat when I was little. And if you say, well, at least you had something to eat. Yeah, at least I did. But you know what? It didn't have to be that way. Or sometimes it would be um, hot chocolate with a couple slices of bread. And we always... My mother, she always used to make food to last at least two, three days. So we would eat the same thing two, three days. To this day, I can still do that because it's just, I'm used to it. That's just nothing to me. I know there's people that they refuse to have leftovers. Like if it's trash, like it doesn't work. Like, nah, I ate that yesterday. I don't want that today. And I get it, but you know, <laughs> I didn't have that luxury. So now, because I experienced so many times, I experienced hunger so many times and for so long that when I eat, it's very, very, very rare 
that I will leave anything on my plate. Because I remember myself when I would lay down and I would go to sleep hungry. Or I would hear my mom's stomach grumbling or my sister's stomach grumbling laying down next to my mom. It was four of us that shared one bed. Right? Yeah, four of us. And that shit just hits different. Whenever I don't want to finish, like, you know, there's times where I, I feel like I can't finish my food. There have been so many times where I force myself to finish the food. Because I remember seeing my siblings and seeing my mother go to sleep hungry, wake up hungry. Then my mom got to go to work hungry. So food is something I just don't take for granted. And I know there's a lot of people that can relate to that. And it's not just like. People don't look that deep into why Mexicans have this type of respect towards food. It's because a lot of us were raised with very little bit of food. Very few options. That's why we respect food so much. Because we know what it feels like to not have that shit. And then you go to school and you see that lunch. And you know, you just feel that shit is trash. But you know what? I'm hungry. And you eat the fucking trash. And that's another trap in itself. That certain rich people put together. We're going to starve these children. Oh, these people want to come here. Maybe we can't directly harm the adults. But you know what? Let's harm their children. We're going to put them in a, a system that we created. And we know they're hungry, so we're going to give them some shit to eat. So, when I go to school, I'm eating shit. My brain is eating shit. People treat me like I ain't shit. The teachers teach, the teachers teach me, the teachers treat me like I ain't shit. I go home, if I walk alone, I'm in danger. Because the adult men that lost hope and that lost their souls and forgot who they are, they're out in the streets and they've become dangerous. So now I'm in danger when I leave school. The people with the red, white, and blue flashing lights on their cars are watching me 
The people in my building don't really like my family too much. My parents don't really get along. And because there's just so much chaos going around, we're all fucking angry and we're all fucking tired and we're all fucking frustrated and we're all fucking hungry. It's constant chaos that you're raised in. People, regardless of what your background is, where your family comes from, it is not natural to harm each other the way that we harm each other now. Where you just throw fists and stab and shoot. That all came from being desperate to survive. We don't exist to survive. We exist to live. We exist to flourish. We exist to create. We exist to evolve. We exist to love. But when you're raised in chaos, you get stuck looking for love. And the more and more you try to find some type of love, and you just can't get a hold of it, it fucks you up. What plant have you ever seen that you have asked take that take care of it the way it needs to be taken care of in order for it to flourish and to be alive? What plant have you ever seen that you can half ass and it'll be the most beautiful plant? There is none. You can't half ass that shit. Just like you can't half-ass your existence. We're not supposed to exist in that shit. We're just not. So one of the many things that I feel like people don't know enough about is how, hey baby, is how 
the public schools in Passaic, when I was there, I don't know about now, there wasn't real security guards. It was cops. And I have seen so many cops. And it was always to the Mexicans. Always to the Mexicans because we're gangbangers and because we're violent and because we're fucking losers and because we ain't shit and because we're fucking stupid and we're fucking ignorant and we're fucking little ass Mexicans, you little Mexican. That's right, I'm fucking Mexican, bitch. That's fucking right, you better act like you know. these motherfuckers I've seen I've seen (laughs) so many of those cops they would grab the 7th graders 8th graders how old are we when we're in 7th grade like 12 11 I used to see kids get body slammed by a grown ass man because he was frustrated and because he was so frustrated he took it out at school because he couldn't take it anymore he exploded at school so what did they do they body slammed his ass they grabbed him and they shoved him up against the wall they yelled at him they punished him for feeling how he felt They don't want us to know that our feelings are valid as fuck. That's why we get punished so quickly. Because it's that whip being cracked by the middleman. I used to see that shit at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning. In the rising. It's traumatizing for kids to witness so much violence. They're not even awake. They're hungry. They're tired. They're frustrated. They're sad. They're trying to recover and process so much abuse, so much chaos. And then on top of that, you got to go to fucking school. And you got to watch your classmates get assaulted by these motherfuckers. Grown ass motherfuckers. They know damn well what the fuck they're doing. And they would feel so happy. They would enjoy doing that shit. 
and oh, the things I wanted to do to these motherfuckers. I just used to wish I could. And I used to look at them like, if I could just set you on fire through my vision, I wouldn't think twice about it. If you have kids now, and, or anybody in your family that's like 11, 12, if you saw cops harassing your child or your family member, whoever that you know that is that age, that shit would piss you the fuck off. And you know what's crazy? Everybody just used to let it exist. So yeah, some people are going to come out of that shit pissed as fuck. Some people are going to come out of that shit craving revenge. Where is there space for healing? Where is there space for reflecting? Where is there space to feel how we fucking feel. Where is there space to express and speak our minds? It wasn't anywhere. And if we tried, who the fuck is going to listen to us? Who the fuck is going to do anything? You see these young kids... Forming gangs, grouping up into gangs. You know why? Because they feel nobody has their fucking back. But you know what? We're here right now. We're in this together. So let's just fucking try. 11, 12 year olds. Let's just fucking try. And everybody around them. Fucking losers. Stupid ass Mexicans. Country ass Mexicans. Dumb ass fucking Mexicans. They're just hurt. They know they deserve better. too being a girl a mexican girl it's no fucking secret that i'm cute it's no secret that i'm i'm pretty as fuck physically i look good it's no secret and if you know me from way back when you know i know this shit about myself since forever so say what you want about me i know what the fuck it is but the fact that there were so many kids 
you know you go through that whole phase where everybody starts having crushes on each other and shit but because i was mexican regardless of how pretty i was regardless of whatever am the fuck <laughs> because i was mexican a lot of the boys would not talk to me because it was cooler to choose the Dominican girls or the Puerto Rican girls. If I was Mexican, I was automatically considered country. And when you're considered a country Mexican, it's like you're the worst of the worst. It's like you're this thing, this undesirable thing. It makes you feel like you're not human, like you're not important. It makes you feel ugly as a child. There were so many kids that made me feel so ugly because I was Mexican. It got to a point where I didn't even want to say that I was Mexican. I'm not going to lie. I used to say that other kids were country so that I wouldn't get treated that way. Because I just didn't want to hand I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And that's so fucking sad. I can't believe I used to do that. I was so ashamed. Because I felt so ugly and so undesirable. So nothing. That I was ashamed of who I was. Eventually. Like I don't I don't remember what their faces were cuz I I just like blocked it out. But there were some some kids and I know they were just kids and whatever whatever but this is real like this is how I felt. So I remember that was something like it's something people always ask what's your nationality where are you from? I'm Mexican. There were so many times where I would say that and they'd be like, oh, hell nah. Oh, nah, fuck that. Or the best one. They just turn around and act like you don't exist. Or if their friends are around, you don't exist. It's very hurtful. And I hope those people aren't doing that shit still. But I mean, 
that shit hurts. It takes a very long time to heal from that. And you know, something about people saying, oh, Mexicans are hard workers. There's people that will say it to like, you know, try to make you feel a little better. But then there's also people that take that. And when I started working, I realized this. There are some people that understand that we have to work very hard to just be accepted in the fucking room and to be seen in the fucking room and acknowledged in the fucking room. They know that, so they use it to their advantage at work. They know that we have thick-ass fucking skin because regardless of where we grew up from, if we grew up in this country, we have to have thick ass skin. You just have to. And even if you don't want to, you're forced to have it. You have no fucking choice. You're gonna have thick ass fucking skin. You're gonna have a lot of experiences where people treat you Worse than trash. So they know that. And they're like, you know what? They need the money more than I do. So if I start to slack, they're going to pick that shit up. Because they're so caught up in that cycle of survival that they're going to do everything possible. To just not go back to that chaos. Or to get out of that chaos. And people take advantage of that shit so much. My first job. I didn't even know I had all that energy to do everything that I was doing. And on top of that, most of the customers were racist as fuck. If someone wasn't being racist towards me, they were being perverts. If they weren't being perverts, they were being sexist. It it was always something. Always something. If you ever work with me... (laughs) Y'all know I did not used to wear my fucking name tag. I can't even tell you how many times people have been like, give me the corporate number. I'll gladly give you that shit, bitch. Gladly. You want my name? Here it is. And that's that, that's that little bitch shit. Where they're just so used to being able to treat Mexicans a certain type of way. That when you don't put up with that shit because that's not what you get paid for. And because you just don't deserve that shit, period. They want to try to get your boss's boss on you. They want to try to fuck with your pockets. 
but I ain't shit right. I'm the one that's trash. I'm the one that's behaving a certain type of way. You know this whole thing about exposing quote-unquote Karens? That shit was never new. It was never new. I started working a month after I graduated high school. And that's exactly what the fuck I was dealing with every single day. I got sent home one time because this lady, I was looking her out, but because I looked the way I look, and because my skin wasn't the same as hers, she took it upon herself to put her hand so close to my face that she almost fucking touched me. If you know me, you know I am not a violent person. I am so fucking calm and chill. I will do everything possible to avoid physical hitting or anything like that. I don't like that shit. Why? Because of how I grew up. I grew up around abuse. I grew up around chaos. I grew up around people fighting all the fucking time. And I chose not to be like that. I chose not to to hit people and not to fucking... <laughs> as much as, you know, in the moment I wanted to, I just, I don't want to. <laughs> At the same time, like, damn, I don't want to fucking hurt you. Um, so yeah, I ended up, I didn't curse this lady out. I didn't do anything to her, really. She was the one, like, yelling at me and telling me I was stupid, telling me about myself, according to her. So I just walked away from her. And she was so pissed that I walked away from her that she went and she told my boss that I was this, this, and that. She was just lying. And because they shared the same skin color, they both ganged up on me. So after the lady left, she was throwing her hands at me like, pointing at me and shit because I was in another section of the store she was like you were very rude you were very very rude I just looked at her and I smiled at her and I said thank you and the fact that I was so calm and my smile was so like fuck you and and people always tell me this like you could just see how I feel through my eyes so I know she felt that shit she didn't break me the way she wanted to. She didn't hurt me the way she wanted to. She didn't get me to lower myself to where the fuck she was coming from. Hell no. But because I said thank you to her, I got sent home. I got yelled at by my boss. And my boss, she actually used to want to make me cry. Because like I said, amnesia. If I know that you are treating me in a way that I do not deserve, and we got to deal with each other, you're either going to respect me, or we're going to bump heads. And I'm not going to back the fuck down. 
I'm just not. I don't got to touch you. I don't got to physically hurt you. I don't got to punch you in the face. I know how to talk. I know how to use my brain. I have common sense. Thank God I'm fucking street smart. And people hate that shit. People hate that shit. But listen, man. At work, people be on that shit. People really be on that shit where they they try to make the Mexican do all the work. They give the Mexican the heaviest, the hardest job, the most complex job. They just try to make the Mexican do everything. And then they'll slide in that, you guys are such hard workers. Fuck you, help me, the fuck? The fuck you doing? You gonna help me? Or what the fuck? Because we getting paid the same shit, so... (laughs) Apurate. Tu ponte a trabajar, the fuck? Staring at me. And then when you do that shit to them, they don't know how to act. They start, everything is such a drama. All of a sudden, they got to pee like 10,000 times. All of a sudden, their children are calling them. All of a sudden, their, their husband is calling them. Oh, fuck. I know you're lying. And then they don't fuck with you no more. They don't want to talk to you no more. Because they know that when you're going to work with them, and they're scheduled at the same time as you, you're going to get their ass to work just as much as you. Fuck out of here. I'm not about to do your work. And, get, and not get paid for it. Are you insane? Where the fuck do you think you are? And who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? <laughs> so listen. It's almost like tradition now in this uh, artificial world for us Mexicans to get together on Friday and Saturday and shit. I mean, I feel like we got into a point where it's like, it don't even matter what fucking day. Just let's just go get fucked up. Listen, I know how addictive alcohol is. I know how much it makes you feel so much better. I know that feeling of relief that it provides to the pain that you carry all the fucking time. I know. I know you're tired. I know you're still frustrated. I know you still have to heal. 
so much. I know you got a lot of shit on your plate. But I also know you don't want to stay where you're at right now. You don't. One huge, huge step that you could take to get that much closer to your highest potential, to get that much closer to the dreams you've been dreaming of since before you knew what type of fuck shit you were born into. Let go of that fucking alcohol. It's your responsibility and you can do it. I promise you, you can do it. I don't want something to happen to you where you're forced to stop drinking like it happened to me. I don't want that to happen to you. Because listen, when you get out of that habit of constantly destroying yourself every single week and lowering your vibration and pulling yourself further and further away from your goals and further further and further away from yourself, I want you to know that every single time you get fucked up, you're submitting to the slave that a lot of these motherfuckers want us to to think we are. You're paying them to keep your mind enslaved. And then you're going on social media to brag about it. And don't invite your friends. If you really got love for your friends, don't invite your friends to come along and fuck themselves up too. If you're going to fuck yourself up, do it on your own. That's not love. If you really got love for these people, do not try to drag them in that shit with you. That's fucked up. And that's you destroying your own kind. You're influencing your own kind to come and be a a slave with you. I promise you none of us want to be slaves. I know that for a fucking fact. We don't want to be slaves. We're not slaves. We're fucking magical ass beings. We're spiritual as fuck. You know when you go to Mexico and you see your your grandma, your grandpa, whoever you know that lives over there? You can feel their spirit. Especially if they don't be doing that shit where they're just constantly drinking alcohol and fucking themselves up and celebrating it. You know how much mental damage you're doing to yourself? Your brain is observing the fact that you are celebrating fucking yourself up 
and turning yourself into that much more of a slave. So you're telling yourself, I don't love myself. You're telling yourself, I am a slave. You're not. You're not. That's not your purpose. That's not why you exist. You can't say you believe in God's plan when you're fucking yourself up and you're submitting to being a fucking slave. You're not a fucking slave. I know they made the poison really fucking good. And they make it look so fucking pretty. And they made you think it's so fun. And it's so nice to be a part of that crowd. Because everybody seems to be having fun. No, you're not. I want you to remember that all the time that you've been spending fucked up as a slave. Those are moments that you can flip. You can flip it. You can flip that shit. You don't have to die an alcoholic. And drinking every single weekend, that's a fucking, that's, you're an alcoholic. Just because mad other people do it, does not mean that it's okay. It means mad other people are alcoholics. Mad other people are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Every single week. And it's this whole big pity party that would be on social media. It's not a celebration. It's a pity party. You're the best escape. You are the key to escaping all that pain, all that frustration, all that trauma. You are the key. If you're not dead by now, going through all this shit that you went through, it's because, yes, God does have a plan for you. And if you don't believe in God, that's fine. I understand why. Because that's a whole other subject that... Is so manipulated and twisted that I can see why most people can't even grasp what the fuck I mean when I say I believe in God. I get it, but that doesn't change the fact that you have a purpose. It doesn't. It just doesn't. You can't use that as an excuse to keep submitting and allowing yourself to stay a slave. I want you to remember who the fuck you are. I hope you got pictures of yourself when you were a little kid. If you do, 
pull those pictures out immediately. Now that I got your attention, pull that shit out. Pull out those pictures of when you were a little kid before you realized what the fuck type of world you were living in. And look at yourself in your eyes. That's who you are. And that kid, that baby, still exists. That kid and that baby still needs that love that you weren't given. You cannot give up. You cannot lose hope. You grew up around people. You have more than enough examples of who not to become. But by submitting to being a slave, you're closer to being them than you are to being yourself. You're not them. You're you. If you have to, put the pictures of who you really are, whatever pictures you find, put them somewhere that you can see them every single day. And do shit for that kid. Do right for that kid. Do right for that baby. That smiling baby that has so much love and light and life in their eyes. So much purity. You still exist. If you're breathing, you still exist. If you're breathing, you still have a fucking chance. Stop letting these people trick you. Try. You have to keep trying. They want you to quit. I want you to remember every single time you pick up a bottle, every single time you go to the liquor store, you're doing what they want you to do. You can't say fuck these racists and then you're doing what they want you to do. You're being who they want you to be. You're being who they told everybody you are. It's not you. Instead of waking up so fucking, (laughs) instead of waking up hungover every single weekend, imagine waking up every single weekend feeling fucking amazing, feeling untouchable. Your skin is glowing. You're smiling. You're chilling hard as fuck. You love yourself more than you have ever loved yourself. In your whole entire fucking world. Your whole entire fucking life. (laughs) My bad. You love yourself more than the love you wished for. Your whole entire life. Can you imagine? It's real. It exists. It's possible. You can give that to yourself. I promise you. I 
promise you. You can do it. You got it. But you can't receive all this beauty. You can't be all this beauty when you have all this poison inside of you. Do what you got to do, but get rid of all this poison and be patient with yourself. Every single time you do something to to not give in to this fucking vicious ass cycle, watch how much you appreciate yourself. Even if you don't say it out loud, you're going to feel it. There's no running away from it. You're going to feel it. When you look yourself out, and you're loving to yourself and you're kind to yourself and you respect yourself. You get this feeling that's just, that shit's everything. It's everything. And when you do it enough, where you get to a place where it's like, you get addicted to that feeling. And what's the best part is, it's not bad to get addicted to that feeling. And that's what they're afraid of. Because when you get to a point where you love yourself so much that you're just not going to allow certain shit to go down around you, you're dangerous. You know why you're dangerous? Because nothing can stop you. Nobody can stop you. You have a purpose. And nobody can stop you. 